Good day, good evening, good afternoon, morning, solstice, whatever y'all want to do. Welcome to another episode of Battle Topics. We haven't actually had one in a while. Um, uh, but today, we have decided to do something a little bit more different. We're not really going to be doing like a dis- uh debate or anything more just like a slight discussion um this one we'll be doing uh we'll be covering 11 hip-hop one-hit wonders that actually aren't one-hit wonders and i know some people be like what do you mean if they're one-hit wonders and they mean really no i mean mc hammer wasn't a one-hit wonder he had two songs three uh, but who's counting <laughs> nah 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 he had two son he pray had three. pray and can't touch this Oh, so, so y'all not going to give him credit for pumps and a bump. All right, cool. We'll talk about this one time <laughs> episode. I'll bring you in this exact discussion on another episode. Oh, I know we had this exact <laughs> We had it on the second episode. Yeah, that's right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> My man said pumps and the bumps. Oh, uh, all right, get to the blurb. Let's get to the blurb. Oh my god, man! I was like, wait, this is very, very familiar. But um, hold on, hold on. But y'all couldn't give my man credit for too legit. Uh, too legit. To, yeah. Oh, you know what? You are. He does have three. Then he does have three now. Told you. <laughs> but you get the third wrong. You ain't even know. Shut up. <laughs> um all right so oh oh, i gotta get in that drink go ahead so we're starting this out this is actually a double xl uh list um from 2019 so very 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 recent um it probably could be updated a lot more now because a bunch of these garbage rappers in their music nowadays but um yep over its 40 years on wax hip-hop has seen more than its fair share of one hit wonders come and go stay in power and longevity proven hard to earn do you ever think about when you're out of here what that doesn't make sense That's, do you ever think about when you're out of here heck even his publication once created and wrote out a regular milk carton magazine column posting a photograph of once prominent rap act gone missing it actually did used to do that that was actually yeah, pretty good I, back in I the day remember that. we might have we might delve into some of those uh, but not all of rap's one-hit wonders were actually truly limited to one crossover smash. Sometimes it just feels that way. History has left the following eleven rap acts, all of whom exploded, no, exploded by kicking up a Billboard racket and crafting a single tune that dominated their time, forever tied to one radio classic only. But each one of these acts rebounded with at least a second and oft-forgotten offering that charted. Res- high on a billboard chart some of these secondary hits can be chalked up to the echo effect of a banger you know hey that first single was so scorching let's give this a second chance or give this one a chance mm-hmm. others still manage to hold up today and they've been overshadowed and brushed over by history shorthand which I actually agree was uh, i think two on this list that i remember off the top of my head um regardless of all the list all the artists listed peaked early, at least in terms of rap's popularity contest and plaque-worthy musical achievement, but not before another hit track. Some lost their record deals, other pursued acting or novel writing or podcasting. A few, a few continue grinding in the underground to this day, dropping mixtapes or indie efforts in search of rediscovering former heights. So, Double XO, 
are highlighting these 11 ratbacks that are that have showed mainstream promise beyond just one classic record um i'll go ahead and start the first one um first one on the list is cali swag district uh best known for teach me how to dougie which is still my best song on dance central on the 360 fuck with your boy Um, i'm good no, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. This man said Dance Central on the 360. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck with your boy. I still got it. You, you, you ain't updated to like Dance Central? Oh, I got a PS4. I got a PS4, but they ain't got that on the, you know, Xbox One XP432, whatever they call it now, and then the PS4 and PS5. But, you know, it's the classics. Um, they the other notable hits here is where you are um which i actually did forget about but i actually did like um peaking at number 28 and selling double platinum cali swag district teach me how to dougie made everybody love them and their paint by numbers dance in 2010 the group responded with where you are which sample michael jackson's 1972 hit i want to be where you are the track hit number 45 on the r&b chart and number 22 on the rap scale a series of mixtapes followed, including 2011's Deeper Than the Dougie, as the crew tried to crawl out from their great hit shadow. Two members, M Bone, Drive By Shooting, and JR, Cardiac Arrest, have passed since their early chart success. Yeah, there's only one member left. That's why they're not making music anymore. Wow. Uh, but they, I knew one of them died. I didn't know. Yeah, JR did die, but he was super young, too. Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, they're they're younger. I don't than even. Me. I don't even think he was twenty five yet. No, was he? definitely no. They were definitely younger than me. Um. So yeah. Um. No, where you are is actually pretty good. It, it's obviously not. They they came in in the wave of hip hop where hip hop stopped being about lyrics and more about dancing. Yeah, because you had. You know, teach me how to Dougie. Soldier Boy had the Soldier Boy dance around that time. The Cupid Shuffle, the Cupid Shuffle, the Cha Cha Slide, which is undefeated. Um, uh, uh, Lean with it, rock with it. Yeah. Uh, what are what are other fucking ones? Do we have two? Uh, the two step, yeah. Shoulder lean. Uh, uh, walk it out. Hey, shoulder lean. Hey, shoulder lean. She. <laughs> <laughs> Get me drinking. Don't, don't think I won't do the shoulder lean on motherfuckers in the club. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> yeah, that's how gangsters dance for real. Uh, right. Three Six Mafia came out with side to side during this time. Yeah. Shit, Fat Joe had lean back. Yeah, and make it rain. Two different dances. One at a club and one at a strip club. Right. But I guess you can lean back on a stripper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, bounce to take your drunk ass outside. <laughs> Stop uh, leaning on the strippers. You can't touch. I'm not touching. I'm leaning. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Young Jock came out with you know going down. You know that one. Yeah, that, that was a that was a time of hip hop. That was a time in hip hop. Hey, you know what though? I would rather have that time of hip hop right now instead of the bullshit mumble shit that's been produced over the past several years. Oh, facts. What's what's funny is I saw speaking of mumble rap, I saw a video the other day that said, How come I, I can understand this music, this song more today than I did back in the day? And it's Young Thug's uh what was it, the uh lifestyle song. And I watched the video and I like I had it just playing in the background and I was like, Oh shit, I actually can hear his words. 
Right? And I was like, oh no, like what what voodoo is this? Because back in the day when that song came out, all we knew was man And I could actually hear his words now. I'm like, yo, what trick is this? This is not real. Am I accustomed to mumble? We are now. Nah, nah, I don't listen to that shit. No. I make it I make it known to anybody who wants to talk to me about their favorite rappers. If your favorite rapper starts with the word Lil and it ain't Wayne or John, get that shit out of here. Yeah. I was, about thinking, Scrappy? Hold on. I was gonna say I was gonna say there's another one, but doesn't he go buy Scrappy now though? Yeah, he just goes by Scrappy. Nah. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah. and Little boozy, boozy. You know I mean, boozy badass. Boozy badass. There's also Romeo, Bow Wow. Bow Wow wasn't little Bow Wow. He's just Bow Wow. He's just Bow Wow now, but now little Romeo ain't. He was a little. Romeo. He was a little Bow Wow. Yeah, when he first started, he was little Bow Wow. I always just knew him as just Bow Wow. No, no. He, God, he, you're he young. Started, it was. <laughs> Is that just like his first album? Because I always just knew him as Bow, like always as just Bow Wow. No. uh... When did he change his name? Hold on, I'm I'm looking it up. Y'all Hang having on. a Mandela effect? Oh, y'all having a Mandela effect right now? No, no, no. no. Look it was up. Was that a was that a Georgia thing? <laughs> no. Oh yeah. It's not a Georgia thing. I'm <laughs> from Georgia. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't become. He didn't become Bow Wow until 2003. Uh, unleashed. Two, yeah, with Unleashed. Uh, Beware a dog in 2000. He was Lil Bow Wow. Doggy Bag in 2001 was uh, Lil Bow Wow. Unleash, he was just Bow Wow. Once yeah, see, it was Bow Wow. I, I never remember his, was Bow Wow. I never remembered his first album. That's why. Because when I really mentioned, what, yeah, when I really well, knew it, about it, Bow Wow was the like Mike, and he was just Bow Wow. No, no, no. He was still Lil Bow Wow in. Uh, yeah, he was still Lil Bow Wow in uh, like, like Mike, Mike too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he didn't actually drop the Lil from his stage name until April of '02. When did he drop uh, "Like Mike"? "Like Mike" came out in uh, early '02. Yeah. Yeah, because this right here says in in 2002, he uh, his second album "Doggy Bag" was released with singles "Take Me Home," which peaked at 72. And twenty one, uh, or seventy two on the Hot Hundred, and twenty one on the Hot R and B, and Thank You with Jagged Edge, which went to number one on the R and B charts. Dolly like Mike Jack- came out in uh, July, so it was after the name change. But it says Bow Wow dropped Lil from his stage name, or uh, Lil Bow Wow performed the track Basketball for the soundtrack of his film Like Mike, and hmm. then he dropped. I don't know. I'm I'm just going by what it said. Because I was like, like literally, like I never knew his name was Lil Bow Wow. Like I literally, my first introduction was like Mike, and he was just Bow Wow. So that's why I was like, oh, like I what? I thought y'all was joking about that. Well, you learn something every day on Movement Radio. Oh um, no! Well, trust me, you'll learn something too at the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. We literally just had this discussion yesterday. <laughs> All right, so back to Cali, uh, back to Cali Swag District. Um, you know, I I remember teach me how to dug it. I don't I, I don't think I've ever heard where you are. I've never heard that one before. Chip, have you heard it? Uh, I'd have to listen to it right now 
to give you a, an accurate answer. I think I have, but I'm not 100% sure. Right. All right, so let's go on to uh, if, uh, if, we're, if we're done with this one, let's move on to the next one. All right, um, uh, you got it, or you want me to get it? You, yeah, you go ahead. All right, next up, we're gonna talk about Craig Mack. But Craig Mack is best known for the song "Flavor in Your Ear," which is kind of funny because that's his song, but it's the weakest verse on the remix, and the regular one is not that good, right? Uh, however, uh, he did release another song called Get Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know that I've heard that one. But while forever synonymous with the 1994 top 10 platinum banger, Flavor in Your Ear, and its powerful posse cut remix, the late great Craig Mack actually enjoyed some underground success under a previous alias, MC Easy, with 1998's Get Retarded Just Rhyming. <laughs> yeah, that 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 wouldn't fly today because you know somebody's going to be like, "Oh my god, that word's offensive." It's like uh, who said Daniel Tosh said. <laughs> That word's only offensive to people who aren't retarded. Because <laughs> they don't know they're retarded if they're retarded. Yeah. You really quoted Daniel Tosh on them. <laughs> are we oh. not are we not an entertainment podcast, sir? That is true. <laughs> that is true. I didn't say it was me, I'm just saying like <laughs> Daniel Tosh said it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so as Craig Mack, he followed up Flavor with the funky gold certified get down which went to number 34 in the United States in uh, 1994. The MC's second LP, 1997's Operation Get Down, would spawn two singles that impacted the R&B charts, What I Need and Jockin' My Style, yet his career suffered without the promotional push of the bad boy machine. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, I mean, you would think, you would think, you know, being under Bad Boy's label, that Diddy would would you know do everything he could to push his artist, but this was also 1997. You know, Big was still, you know, I mean, I don't know when when did Biggie die? I know he died in 07, I know he died in 97. I just can't remember what what month was it. Early in 97 was it? Well, it definitely was before this song. I mean, it was after this song came out. Yeah, so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was, it was before. Yeah. So you think possibly uh, Biggie's death kind of like maybe Diddy was like, you know, I can't. Um, no, because this was the time it had been the transition from Biggie. Craig Mack, like I said, he's he's okay, but like his his solo song "Flavor in the Year" is not. I mean, it's not outstanding. The only one that's good is the remix, and he's not even the best one on it. Yeah, and uh, Biggie died in March of '97. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, I mean, about this point, I'm pretty sure is when he started discovering Mace. Yeah. He had another artist. Yeah, because that was more money. Because that was the more money, more problems. Uh, yeah. Who else right. did he have on the label at this time? Uh shoot, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, no, no. The Black Rob wasn't until later. 
Well, no, Black Rob might have so. been around this time. No, no, I thought Black Rob didn't come out till like 0203. Hold on. No, I th- you might be right on that. This is not late, well, mid to late 90s. So I'm pretty sure it was the Maze transition. Yeah. Uh, Black Rob, uh, two, 2000. 2000, well, close. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's when uh, Whoa came out. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he died um 2021. Yeah. April, April 17th. 17th. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Died from cardiac arrest. Mm. It should be getting people out of nowhere. That's why you got to stay healthy. Yep. All right. So the next one is, oh, son of a bitch. Panda, panda. Great, all right so the next the next artist that we're going to talk about is designer and he's best known for the song panda but his other notable hit was timmy timmy all right let me get through this let me get through this bullshit all right in 2016, the mumbly Brooklyn trap artist and future uh, sound alike. Wow. Okay, they went there. Uh, created a phenomenon known as Panda, a smash so mainstream it was recently parodied to hilarious effect by Kevin Hart's Snowball Bunny in Secret Life of Pets 2. Facts. The number the number one monster landed designer a spot in 2016's XXL freshman class, a performance at the BET Awards, and a deal with Good Music slash Def Jam. While the haunting Timmy Turner served as a solid follow-up single, racking up more than 162 million YouTube listens and hitting number 34 on the Billboard Hot 100, designer's most recent project, 2018's L-O-D-E-P came and went without so much as a mumble. Does he really sound like Future? I don't think he does. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he sounds... I mean, but, but it's that style. Like, like the, the mumble rap that... I mean, Future don't really... I mean, Future doesn't really mumble rap much. There's a lot of songs where you can actually understand him. Right. I don't know any lyrics to a fucking designer song besides got, Panda and Timmy Turner. Timmy, Timmy Turner. I got broads in Atlanta, credit cards in a scanner, legacy, Panda. Yeah, exactly. Something Tony Montana. Doing low like Tony Montana? I don't know. I, I don't know what he says. What happened to hip hop, man? This sucks. Oh Lord! To be honest, I didn't even know he had dropped an album. I thought he just put out fucking singles. Yeah, because I mean that's what a lot of these rappers do. They put out singles until they know they're successful enough to put an album out. Right. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Chip? Uh, well, <laughs> on that note, we're gonna move on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna tip our way over to the next one. Uh. So yeah, next upon the I got, list, I got nothing good to say about designer, and neither of these songs. Panda, panda, panda. I like the beat, but that's what trap. That's what trap rap is, though. It's just yeah. beats with nothing on it. Unless you're Ti or Killer Mike. Well, that's that's original trap. That's original. That's trap house trap. Or Gucci. This is 
trap, can't rap. Right. Right. But um next on the list is Jaquan. Known for every underage drinker's favorite song, Tipsy. Yeah, I got a fake ID though. <laughs> oh uh, god. His utter uh, utter his other notable hits is Hood Hop, which Hood was Hop. not yep. that good. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> sure. Um Soren Sardum without fear on his inevitable hangover. St. Louis' own Jay Kwan had us all two-stepping at tipsy. And the early ringtone rapper. That was a that was a time in hip-hop. Oof. Yeah. Download that new ringtone. And nowadays, we all leave our phone on vibrate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so old, I used to have to record the songs off the radio. Yeah, for the ringtones. I had, to down, I had to buy it for a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> I used to just put it up to. Uh, I wait for MTV Two Jams to be on and find my song and then just record the chorus. Oh wow, MTV Jams. MTV Two Jams, yeah. When MTV played fucking music and they actually yeah. put out new videos. Yeah, because uh, yeah, there was MTV Jams, there was MTV X. Uh, MTV X. You don't remember MTV X? It was all it was all rock and metal videos, twenty four seven. No, I just remember one, two, thres. Uh, there was one, two, thres. There was jams. There was X, and then there was another one. Uh, there was another one. It was they, they played all pop music. ESPN eight to Ocho. No, it wasn't that one. Um, all right, so although he did, fall... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the other one was either. I didn't even know they had an X. So. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Although he failed to find a beat nearly addictive as the one that shot him to number two in the U.S. Number two. Jeez, we really wasn't doing much in hip-hop back then. then. Nope. Um, Jaquan did manage to splash the R&B charts with the track, the title track of his debut LP, Hood Hop, for the block. As well as You and Me for the ladies. Uh, five years later, he would attempt a comeback with the forgettable Hood Hop 2 and Hood Hop 2.5. Um, Jay Kwan was last seen firing off a disc record of Pusha T and Odd Future, 2013's Pushing the Odds. But Jay, Jay, Jay come on! You think you, you think you can rap? I mean, you can make a disc a disc record. You gotta be able to rap to make a disc record. Cause you actually gotta be able to say something. You to do known for underage drinking, like. <laughs> You know what? I can't say shit. Because this was my entrance theme in wrestling for about two years. <laughs> Tipsy? Yes. Bro. Yes. Bro. I did a white rapper gimmick. <laughs> Man, he was the hip-hop honky. I was the hip <laughs> Bring that back. No. <laughs> no, never again. No, bring it back so you can get so much heel heat. No, I will not do it. Start saying the N-word. Relentlessly, no, on your no. promos, bro. I remember, <laughs> I, I still have a picture. He wrestled in camouflage pants. Did you have gloves on? Yes, yes, you had wide receiver gloves on, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I had on a wife beater, and he had the John Cena chain with the padlock. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> I also wore a, I also wore a, a blue bandana. And I wore a Philadelphia Phillies hat over the red bandana. Oh, that's disgusting. I know. I was young. I was dumb. I was like 16. Did you have like one of the pant legs rolled up at least? No. No. 
Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Did he wear Converse? No. I wore God. Adidas. <laughs> Damn, did you wear long socks? Like, bruh, you trying to be hip hop or nah? <laughs> Dude, I was 16. I was stupid. <laughs> you know what they say? You trying to win, let booby spin. You got to get up in there, man. You got to do the whole thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, I'm done being the butt of this joke. Let's move on. God, I can't believe you got to tipsy, though. You the one who brought it up, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't know about this. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say nothing. <laughs> Out of all the songs, we chose Tipsy you know? as a heel. Like, does it even make sense? No, no, no. That was the thing. I wasn't a heel at the time. I was a no, baby get face. The, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. No, he weren't. No, yes, you he was. Yes, he was. No, <laughs> for appropriation, man. Nah, you you was not a face. You was a heel. He was a baby face. The hip hop honky. <laughs> that name alone is a heel. <laughs> Name. Like, how does that that name was not. Hold on, but that name was not. I didn't pick that name. That name was given to me by one of the guys at the damn announce table. But like, that's definitely a heel name. The hip hop honky is definitely. What you gonna call yourself, Bubba Sparky? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh. All right. Oh, I regret saying anything. Right. I just can't believe that you actually got away with that. We were in Rossville. <laughs> so you were hip-hop. Yep. Shit. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about my man Jibs. That man, yo, so underrated. Do your chain hang low? Nah, King Kong definitely. Oh, go ahead. King Kong hit because King Kong hit. But I think having Chameleon Air on that song definitely made it. Uh, His verse was the better verse. Who was more popular at the time, Jibs or Chameleon Air? Jibs. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead and read it. Go ahead and read so we can talk. See, we having a, we having a debate on Jibs? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You said some ignorant shit. I was trying to correct you. Oh, yeah. I said the ignorant shit. All right. From the hip-hop honky here. <laughs> That's where Cody Rhodes got his new gimmick from. I'm I'm not a heel. I'm a baby face. I will never be a heel, says the hip-hop honky. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i hate you <laughs> all right go on chip go ahead and read all right so if y'all haven't figured it out yet jibs is best known for the song chain hang low but he did have another notable hit called king Tong king kong i got king kong in the trunk king, 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 king kong king king that's that fucking yes. hit still to this day you can hear it for you see yep <clears throat> So, aping the children's jingle, Do Your Ears Hang Low, for the Bling Obsessed, Jibs created Does Your Chain Hang Low and saw it gleam to the number seven spot on the Billboard charts in 2006. The St. Louis Act followed with another, the Beat Stars production, King Kong, which featured Chameleon Air. It peaked at number 54 on the top 100. And number 32 on the hot R&B hip-hop charts. 
King Kong refers to the monstrous bass that pumps out car trunk sound systems installed by Houston's King Kong Electronics. Follow-up singles besides those two, Gone Too Far and Smile, failed to gain traction and the former Interscope Scar, uh, Interscope <laughs> Star, has been left to compete in the crowded mixtape circuit. Smells a good song. It is. But I, don't, man, I, I don't remember I, Go Too Far, but Smell's a good song. Man, I was listening to Chain Hang Low earlier, actually, and I forgot how much... That, that song, song slaps hard as fuck. Bro. But King, but King Kong, especially if you got a system, oof. Oof. That bass it produces, man. It just hits. Like, man, Jib was very... I had that album. That shit was good. Yes. Talent? <laughs> no, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. You you're not gonna input? You should have came out to Chain Hang Low. That would have been <laughs> No, like that would have definitely been better than Tipsy. Like oh, that could I could I could have fucked with that. I think it's cause you came out to Tipsy that I was like, yo, you, you gotta be a heel. Like it's like the ironic like heel that thinks he's a face kind of thing. Yeah. I mean I was sixteen years old and the song was about underage drinking, so yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a dumb kid, but anyway, um, but no, nah, I mean, that gimmick that probably went over really well, actually, so it probably worked, but no, nah, I mean, I I like King Kong more than I like Chain Hang Low, um, same, but and, and again, I mean, and it's not a knock to Jibs, but I mean, you know, Chameleonaire, I think in 2006. 2007, I definitely think Chameleonaire was the more popular of the two between Chameleonaire because he had Riding Dirty, uh, he had uh, uh, Get Your Shine On, and it was also at a time because Jibs, you know, being from St. Louis, you know, they still had, you know, Nelly was still hot at the time, and the uh, the St. Lunatics was still big up there, so anybody out of St. Louis was kind of under them. You see what I'm saying? Chameleon there coming out of Houston, and it's like everybody from Houston kind of came out and blossomed at kind of at the same time. I mean, yeah, you had UGK, obviously, but then you had, you know, Mike Jones, Slim Thug, Paul Wall, Chameleon there. Like they all kind of blossomed around the same time. So they were kind of like meshed together in, as one group, honestly. Not that they were, not that they were a group. Well, I guess you could say because, uh, uh, Paul Wall and uh, Mike Jones, Slim Thug was all Swisher House, um, but you know, I think Chameleonaire kind of gained a little bit more popularity as opposed to Jibs, and he did have some like I mean, I mean getting um, uh, getting Crazy Bone to appear on uh, Riding Dirty with you was kind of a big coup for him, you know, to get one of the to get one of Bone Thugs on the track. I think that, you know, I think that definitely helped Chameleon there a whole lot more, um, you know, but, but, but again, that's just, that's just me speaking from outside. Um, Ouch. Well, <laughs> but I said, I put you to sleep. Damn. No, I thought you were going to, no, 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 I was done. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were saying something else. And then my phone like literally hit the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was good. I did not know that Chameleonaire had a group called the Color Changing Click. 
Yeah, the CCC. That's what I, like wasn't that was that was one of his Paul Warren stuff, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but he, man, I don't remember when they had beef. Right after that's why he left the group. Yeah, because apparently, uh, Paul Wall attacked uh, Chameleonaire's younger brother. Yeah, and, and beat him down. Damn, I thought that was on the beef document, the beef series. You know, I ain't watched that in so long. I haven't either, but that's like the one that I remember because I was like, man, that's weird that they did like that happen. Like, it's one of those things where I was like, huh. All right, so from there, let's move on to the next one. The next one is Little Mama. Who? Oh, boy. Uh, chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. I, I don't think that's her, man. Um, The next one, Little Mama, she's best known for the song Lip Gloss. And her other notable hit is Shout to Get Loose with Chris Brown and T-Pain. Um, right. Now, what you know about Little Mama? Well, the Harlemite, I'm just reading the blurb. The Harlemite dropped some dynamite exploding on the scene at only 17 years of age with the shiny lip gloss, which cracked the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100 and captured a Teen Choice Award. Her debut album, VYP, which means Voice of the Young People, also spawned a successful follow-up single, Shawty Get Loose. The next stage of Little Mama's career focused less on her music. Little Mama starred as Lisa Left Eye Lopez in the VH1 biopic of TLC. Got into a a minor fashion controversy with Nicki Minaj and engaged in a spat with Bow Wow over a reality TV blind date with his friend. And jumping on stage during Jay-Z and uh, Alicia Keys' uh, performance of uh, Empire State of Mind. That's for a different topic. Uh, so how y'all feel about this one? I really don't remember Little Mama was a thing. That's yeah. why I didn't get the song right. Yeah. <laughs> this one I, I don't remember. Uh, although, this is going to sound real bad. There's not a lot of like female hip-hop artists that like resonate with me. I, I, I don't know why. Like I know there's a lot of good ones out there, but it's I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't fuck with them that much. Okay. Yeah, like, like I said, I didn't even remember, like, I didn't even get her song right. I didn't even know that she starred as uh, Left Eye in the biopic of TLC. I didn't know Like, that she don't even biopic. really, like, she sort of does. Eh, sort of? Eh, maybe. But anyway, all right, so we're going to go from uh, that one to the next one. You got it, Raj? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So is it Loonies or Lunas? I can never remember L- how to pronounce it. I think it's Loonies. I think it's Loonies, but I never can remember. But they're best known for I Got Five on it. Um, I Got Five. Which Bro. I probably got to resurgence ever since uh, Us came back out. Or came out. <laughs> yeah. But that nice, and people have used the beat, and people have used the the beat for it. Um, ben, the the best part of that song is the beat and the chorus, 
like if you actually listen to it's a drug song the, it is. like it it i don't know it doesn't make sense to me but i can get behind i got five on it right yeah that's really it um the early notable hit play hater or hider <laughs> <laughs> no you hey, didn't aj yeah you did hater yeah, you did. <laughs> Player hater, I guess. But um, let's go half on a sack. Became the only acceptable dime bag math as soon as Oakland's Yuckmouth and Numbskull owned automotile automobile sound. I was gonna say that doesn't make sense. Automobile sound systems with their incredible 1995 Weed Anthem. I got five on it, and corresponding uh, posse cut remix. Uh, the track, which still holds up to this day. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It peaked at number eight in the U.S. and number three in the U.K. I mean, num- number three in the U.K., man? What, what they doing over there? But uh, Amsterdam? But uh, <laughs> it's not part of the U.K. Oh, yeah, it's part of, it's part of Europe. No, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> but the, GED, move on. But the <laughs> Smoked Out deal would manage to chart with one more track from their operation, Stacola? Stacola? I don't I don't listen to Looney, so I don't even know what their album's called. Uh the G Funky Play Hater, which begs the eternal question, why you wanna play a hate on me? Oh, that's them? Yeah. Oh god, that song's not good. Um <laughs> uh, it made oh, it halfway wow. it made it halfway up the Billboard pop chart and flirted with the top fifty on the R and B chart. The Looney's respectable underground and touring career continues. Who are they touring for? For a song? Yeah, everybody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to hear I Got Five on it live. Yeah, by a bunch of six-year-old dudes. These dudes should be rapping at a nursing home. Look at them. This picture they put of them is not flattering at all. (laughs) Is the guy in the middle Jim Jones? I thought it was Montez Ford for a second. Yeah, <laughs> we bring the swag like nobody can. All right, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that was. What do you guys think about? You know, well, we already know what Chip thinks. What do you think, uh, Talon? No, I love the song. I got five on it. Uh, well, I take that back. <laughs> I like the chorus. I like the beat. Um, because honestly, like, which I remember it, like, because they 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 use the sample a lot. Because if I'm not mistaken, around this, it was a couple of years, the game actually used uh, this, uh, this, a sample of I Got Five on it and actually dissed Yuckmouth on the track. That's Why how I remember that. Yuckmouth? Like, come on, man. He the got... Game, the game disses everybody. That's why he gets hate on so much, man. See? Beef... I, I, don't, I can't remember if it was Beef 2 or Beef 3. Um, but I think it, it, I think it was Beef 2. He kind of... Apparently, there was a disagreement between Yuckmouth and Game. It all had to do with the fact that Yuckmouth and them were beefing with 50 Cent at the time, and Game was with G-Unit. Why is fucking Looney's beefing with anybody? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going... I'm I'm not saying it's like uh, like you... It just makes no sense why Looney's would beefing with anybody. Look, man, look, look, I... I understand you got 21 questions. Ain't none of that shit about me. But look, 
I'm just saying, like, that's where the beef between Yuck Mouth and Game came from. Um, and he sampled, I got five on it and, and named the track, I got a mill on it. And something to the effect of put a machine in your chest and blow your guts out. That's what you call a yuck mouth or something like that. I'll I'll send you the I'll send you the diss track on uh, in the in the in the in the, uh, in the no, group we, chat. We good. But I, I know game one that so. <laughs> <laughs> now this funny because he, he interviewed him. He was like, "Yeah, you know, yuck mouth. He got the braids and everything, which is cool. You know, my bitches got braids, so I'm you know I'm familiar with the look." <laughs> like, damn. So, but anyway, but no, I mean, I mean, I like the song fine. I've never heard play a hater. And if I have, I don't remember it off the top of my head. Oh, you've heard it. Why you want to play a hit on me? Yeah, you've definitely heard it. You just don't remember it. Off I can't of remember. Head. No, I just said that. Why you? Why you want to play a hit? It's, it's not that good. Now, I'll look. I'll look it up here in a minute. You don't have to. Okay, I'm, I won't then. <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen to play a hatter. Play a hatter. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's just let's jump. Let's go ahead and jump on to the next one then. Yes. We we next up we talking about Mims. Music is my savior. Yes. Uh, best known for this is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why, this is why I'm hot. Uh, no, like we, that, we can't that beat still hits hard. It, it does. We can't sing too much more of that before we get a copyright strike. Yeah. Uh, but so. He, but they won't do it. I bet they won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck around know. and get us demonetized. Hey, you know why they won't? Because they don't fucking listen to us. That's yeah. true. That's true. You think Mims or Capitol Records be listening to us? Nah. Nope. So Jaquan uh, gonna come out of nowhere like, who the fuck is this Roger Sierra dude? <laughs> I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> Me and him got the same amount of money in our banks right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Welcome to Duff City, bitch. <laughs> I I can make a diss track for Jaquan. I'll make you the beat. I don't even need a beat. I'll acapella it. Mem <laughs> style. Shit. <laughs> All right. So Mims, uh, as I said, he's best known for This Is Why I'm Hot. But he has one other notable hit called Like This. Uh, the New York, the New Yorker made good on his promise to Kinsella Mill saying nothing on the track, riding hand claps and a slow, simplistic flow all the way to the top of the charts in 2007's ultra catchy. This is why I'm hot. After his first commercial single went platinum, Mims hit the charts once more with his debut LP's follow up single, the modest club banger like this. Which I like peaked. how it says modest club banker. <laughs> modest. <laughs> yes. Uh, which peaked at number 32. Mims would release his second and barring a comeback final album, Guilt, in 2009. Its singles, Love Roller Coaster and Move, If You Wanna, wouldn't gain enough traction to crack the top 50. Mm. So uh, I remember this is why I'm hot. But do mm-hmm. you guys remember like this? I remember like this. I do remember it, but like I had I had to think about it. You had to think about it. Yeah, cause like, think about it. 
Oh, okay. I thought you said I had a thing about it. I'm like, well, what thing did you have about it? <laughs> that I forget it. Okay. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's definitely a modest uh, club banger. <laughs> I wouldn't even, I don't even know if it was a club banger, though. I mean, it had that, it had a good beat to it, and it had that do, do, do. That's, do, that's all you needed back then to have a club banger. I was like, isn't that's that what a club true. banger is? Just a beat? Yeah, something but it was can, more of a but, but if, groove too. It wasn't like yeah, but what I'm saying is that it wasn't like this is why I'm hot. Like it was more of a <sighs> never mind. No, go ahead. Nah, I, I can't. My brain can't process the words I'm trying to say right now. I'm gonna, I don't want to sound stupid. So you can't articulate it. Right now, right now, well, I, mean, I can't. The difference between that, this why I'm hot and like this that this why I'm hot was meant to be a single, a commercial single. Like it was meant to play on radios, and everybody was supposed to know it. Like this was literally just meant to be playing the clubs. Like that's why it's just it's a modest club banger because it was made. It was one of the, you know people make songs to just be played at the clubs, just like how Future makes a bunch of music to be played in the strip club. Yeah. What was that? I can't remember. I think it was Game that said a uh, thing is like, you making songs in the club for people drinking. I'm making for the ride home when you're thinking. Like, you know. So like, yeah, so I guess, yeah. Um, but, I mean, both songs, you know, I thought were just, you know, really good. Which one? He's best known for This Is Why I'm Hot. Yeah. But I actually like Like This more than I like This Is Why I'm Hot. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I mean, they're okay. I do remember his when his album Guilt came out, and I was like, "Yo, this." I was like, "This dude's still making music." This Ooh. is a ringtone rapper, Mims. No, he ringtone rapper. Music. No, I when Guilt came out in two thousand nine. Oh, I was like, I thought he was just like a ringtone rapper. So I was like, "Yo, you chose, you still making music? Hey, you the- run out of money." The picture that they use, does it not look like Mims looks like young Jeezy if you ordered him off Wish? I thought he looks like little Nas. <laughs> like a, a young Nas, not little Nas's ex, but like a young Nas. Come in, come in, come in. All right. All right. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, the next one we're going to talk about is Nonchalant. Yeah. Best known for the song Five O'Clock. Other notable hits Get Down. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the DCMC scored gold with her 1996 breakthrough single Five O'Clock, which soared to the top of the hot rap single charts and peaked at number 24 on the Hot 100. The success of Nonchalant's cautionary rap tale would neither be matched by either her wouldn't be matched by either her only LP until the day, nor its uh, title track. The Sorry, excuse me. Damn. The earnest and soulful second single, which peaked at number 88 on the R&B charts and number 25 on the rap single charts. Nonchalant would appear on a couple of film soundtracks in an attempt to rebound a, a single in 1998, take it there before getting dropped by MCA. Do you guys remember her? I don't remember Nonchalant at all. I don't. I, I don't either. Uh, but uh, I was just listening to uh, Five O'clock on YouTube. Man, that beat slap. 
Uh, but she sounds like every other female hip hop artist from that era, like, like very like MC Light, like yeah, like Foxy Brown to it. I like I'm getting a, a distinct Salt and Pepper vibe from her. Okay, yo, don't just read Salt and Pepper, man. They didn't sound the same as everybody else. What? 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 What'd you say? <laughs> said Salt and Pepper didn't sound like all the other female rappers at the time. No. I said I was getting a distinct Salt and Pepper vibe from her. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I looked her up. Uh, the beat is hard, but definitely don't. Remember this at all? No, mm-hmm. I don't either. But I was also four when this came out. So. Right. Young ass. <laughs> it's not my fault. I didn't choose to be born. I <laughs> well, speaking of female MCs, Raja, you got the next one. We got Queen Pen, um, best known for partying the party. Other notable hit, All My Love. Um, the Teddy Riley protege rapped alongside Dr. Dre in the 1996 Black Street Smash No Diggity, but spun that cameo into a successful crossover solo effort in 1997. Uh, Queen Penn's debut, My Melody, led with dance floor ready All My Love featuring Eric E. Williams over a Luther Vandross classic loop and kept burning with Man Behind the Music, Party in a Party, and it's true. To varying degrees of chart success. Uh, Penn's commercial success would end there, however, after a tiff with Foxy Brown and much delayed sophomore flop 2001's Conversation with a Queen. Bro! Uh, Penn turned into turned to write novels. What? Man, I just looked up the song Party Ain't a Party, and it starts off with a uh, tiny lister behind bars <laughs> with one white eye. And he says, "Welcome to the rooftop." <laughs> oh man, this is this is an intro to Def Jam Vendetta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about this song at all. Me, so. me either. I know nothing. Hmm. 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 <laughs> it's like what? what? Hey, hey, go look it up and listen to it. Which one? The party ain't a party. Hold on. Yes. Hey, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Is it good? It actually is. Hey, hang on a minute. Hang on is a this minute. really gonna be one of those that we like? We just discovered fire for the first time. I just sent the link in the chat. <laughs> All right, hang on. We're gonna party. Dumbass ads. AIDS. Uh, hang on a minute. I wish, I wish we could go back to old YouTube where we didn't have to watch videos and we could skip out there two seconds. Right. <gasps> I know this song, bro. <laughs> Holy shit! I remember this song. <laughs> this is a banger. It is a banger. Yes. 
Wait, I think isn't this on a? Yeah, I do remember this song. Isn't this? Oh shit! That was on a soundtrack too, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm looking up right now. That's what I'm saying. I can't remember what movie it was from. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was on a soundtrack. But that motherfucker is a banger. Yeah, it is. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I can't. Okay, hold on. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. What? Oh my <laughs> Party in a Party by Queen Pan featuring Markel Riley, <laughs> Mr. Cheeks, and Nutta Butter. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. The other song, uh, All My Love, it ain't bad neither. We discovering today, ladies and gentlemen, on Movement Radio Battle Topics. That's right. Uh, while y'all look that up, I'm gonna move on to the last one for the evening. Yep. Everybody know this song. We talking about Young Dro, and he's best known for Shoulder Lean. But he yeah, followed right. that up with another notable hit, Rubber Band Banks. Y'all remember that one? Yep. He actually had another hit. Um, shoot, I have to look on my playlist because I always forget the name of it because it's not the exact. I remember, yep. the, I uh, remember the exact which one it is. So, uh, everyone and their mama was doing the shoulder lean in 06. Still do it. The syrup instructional <laughs> dance, which was way easier to pick up than flossing was, was the best thing smoking from Young Joe Dro's studio debut LP, Best Thing Smoking. But T.I.'s Grand Hustle protege would still muster a few songs that could chart, most notably the bouncy Rubber Band Banks. Boing, hit- yoing, yoing, yoing. Yes. Fuck with your boy Young Joe, because that dude's the, still the truth. Yes. Uh, Rubber Band Banks would hit number 44 on the R&B scale, and later career singles Take Off and I Don't Know Y'all would crack the top 100 with assists from Young L.A. Man, I ha- I hate having to go through these mixtapes to remember what the song was. You know what's crazy, though? You know what's crazy, though? What's that? Young Dro, like, I remember Shoulder Lean, and then I thought, wait a second, Young Dro, didn't he do Ice Cream Paint Job? And I'm like, no, that's just Dro. I'm like, oh. So Dro did Ice Cream Paint Job. Young Dro did Shoulder Lean and Rubber Band Bang. Okay. So yeah, he was also part of the TI's group, uh, PSC Click. What is that? What yeah. it's called? The Pimp Squad yeah. Click. Yeah, that 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 they had some bangers for real. Hey, do your thing, uh, and do your thing. Uh, yep. God, what is this f- fucking song? <laughs> oh, I, need start, oh, oh, oh. I need to actually start saving songs to uh, download them to the playlist. Man, the the uh the cover to uh Young Dro's album Best Thing Smoking 
is what we need all hip hop albums to look like. You said the album cover? Yes. Uh you wanna bring that back to hip hop? Yes. Hold on a second. Let me go let me find Young Dro with the Sock Family. Best thing smoking. There you go. I'm just saying. Damn, I cannot remember. Oh, it wasn't his. It was a song he was featured on. That's why I can't find it. Shit, okay. what was it? But I was like, I heard it. I heard him rapping. Like, hey, the truth is still alive. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't find what it was on, but that, but uh, the Queen Pen song definitely I remember it from something else. Man, it was it was on a uh, a soundtrack. I just don't remember which one. I can't either. But this this thing is a banger. Hell yeah, it is. And she had a feud with Foxy Brown? Yeah. That was in a blurp, sir. <laughs> I must have fell asleep or something. <laughs> Damn. It was just a little tiff. It wasn't beef. <laughs> I just think it's funny that there's somebody in her group called Nutter Butter. Nutter Butter, Peanut Butter, Sandwich Cookie. <laughs> hey, Queen Pen done wrote some uh novels. Novels? Bro, yeah. that was in the blur too. <laughs> Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. So I looked up that song and one of the links that pop up is Party in a Party on Napster. What? (laughs) And these kids nowadays don't know nothing about Napster. But it's a hold on, you still using Napster, bro? Uh, no, nah, I use a thing called Spotify. Yeah, yeah I'm nobody say. uses none of that stuff no more. Yeah, oh. Napster, LimeWire, FrostWire, MySpace. MySpace is still around. Yeah, but no one uses it. <laughs> uh, you, it's more band oriented. It's actually yeah. more band oriented. Yeah, a lot of people still use it. Uh, uh, I wish I knew my old. I just want to be able to get back into my old MySpace. Yeah. Just so I could remember like what my profile playlist was and who my top five, top ten, whatever it was. I think it was top eight. Top eight. Top yeah. eight. That's even more random. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, it was the top eight. It went four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty. Mm-mm, mm-mm. God, this song is a is a hitter. Which one? <laughs> party in the party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still no. listening to this shit. It's good. It is. Right. It is. Uh, all right. So real quick, out of all the artists and songs we've talked about tonight, uh, Kelly Swag District, Teach Me How to Dougie and Where You Are, Craig Max, Flavor in Your Ear, Get Down, Designers, Panda and Timmy Turner, Jaquan's Tipsy and Hood Hop, Jibs, Chain Hang Low, King Kong. I'm about to put that banger on. Uh, <laughs> Lil Mama, Lip Gloss, and Shardy Get Loose. Uh, 
Looney's, I got five on it, and Player Hater. Mims, this is why I'm hot, and like this. Nonchalant, five o'clock, and get down. Queen Pen, party ain't a party, all my love. And Young Dro, shoulder lean, or uh, rubber band banks. Which do you think was the best? You mean like collectively or just. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you mean by oh, so like, like which which, which artist had the two best songs that we talked about tonight? Oh, between Young Dro and now I can't even say that. Now that I, I started listening to uh, Queen Pan, man, I don't know what to go through because that party in the party was a straight. It was straight fire, man. It was oof. Right. Yeah. With Young Dro and uh, Jibs. Young Dro and Jibs or Mims. Young Dro, Jibs, and Mims probably be the top three. God, uh, party, party ain't the party. Man, I'm going to have to go with with, with Dro, Jibs, and I'm going to throw Queen Pen in Queen Pen at number three. <laughs> we she just discovered fire. <laughs> she, might, she might honorable mention. No, see, I, uh, I, I think both of her songs... Like Mims, this is why I'm hot. Banger. Like this, eh. But uh, man, take a listen to to Queen Pen Party and all Party and all my love. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she was spitting some stuff, and that beat was amazing, bro. You ain't lying. tiny listed. Welcome to the rooftop. <laughs> I know, I know, I know the Luther Vandross like loop, but God, that thing was hitting hard. Yeah, it was. Slapping, son. Slapping. I'm listening. To, I'm listening to King Hall right now, and it's you can hear before you see me. All right. That being oh, said, the white, the long white Tierra. <laughs> did yep, you come out? Did you come out, like that? Did no, you come out in a long white beater? <laughs> I thought he would come out with the long white tee, take it off with the beater. <laughs> oh Lord, of mercy. with a, with a basketball jersey on. Did you wear it backwards like John Cena? That you wore backwards, yeah. <laughs> Which made no sense at all. No. I mean, crisscross made a whole fad out of wearing their clothes backwards. Yeah, and that's why they lasted so long. Where were? Why were wiggity, they wiggity, wiggity, whack. Because didn't they have a second out, a second song too, or was it just? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. They had a second song. Uh, God, what was that? Um, it was actually pretty good. I thought. What was it? Crisscross. They had jump and that's jumps the only one I can remember. To be honest no, with you. they had another one. Uh... Oh man, what was it? Uh, it wasn't off the same album. Uh, I want to say it was off Young Young Rich and Dangerous. The third album. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! One of them died from uh, yeah. OD. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, uh, Tonight's the night. I remember the bomb because the brat. Mm-hmm. But uh, look up tonight's the night by Crisscross. He doing it now. The cars in this video was bangers too, man. There's some nice cars. Yep. 
And this is back when women in rap videos wore clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this beat, man. Damn. Which one? King Kong's beat. Oh. God, this song, song was posted on YouTube in 2009. Um, this man, this song been out that long. Only got 15. Minutes. We about to make this a popular song again. Oh. <laughs> Hey, let's take the let's, let's let's just get the music video for uh and just post it on the on the uh on the movement radio on the movement radio to, page. I'm about to post Queen Pen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like post party ain't a party. Queen Pen with the fire. Oh, I did not know that Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Ice Cube dropped another song last week. Did they? Yeah, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Back in the Game 2020, dropped 10 days ago. What? Uh, let me post I'm it in the group look for you guys. <laughs> Yeah, post it in the group. I'll have to watch it tomorrow, though, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <gasps> Wait, what? What? They're saying this is from Detox. No. Man. Uh, <laughs> what is... Somebody's fucking with you. I'm looking up on the Google. The Google. <laughs> Not just Google, ladies and gentlemen, but the Google. the Google. Damn. He dropped six songs in December. Oh, those are the ones from GTA. Okay, I was like, what was that? Oh, okay. But I'm no, I'm looking. I'm looking at this new one. Oh, back. I'm not typing this right. Maybe that's why it's not finding it. Um. Oh, it is from that new... Okay, it's from the new GTA stuff. Okay. Okay. I was just confused for it. It's like, when did he drop new music? Yeah. There you go. Say what are you tagging? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is weird. I'm. What's weird? The song, like they're. Some people are saying it's not from that, so I'm just confused. Yeah. I'm just I'm trying to find the new the soundtrack from it, so I'm just trying to see if it's on there or not. 
What soundtrack are you trying to look up? The Grand Theft Auto. The uh, one that, okay. that new thing that did. Yeah, it's on there. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Like, there's no way um, that we that he would have dropped stuff, and we would have not have known like that. Right. right? But uh, I'm trying to see if it's actually names for all the six songs. All right. Well, while you're looking that up, let's go ahead and let's uh, wrap things up for tonight's episode of Battle Topics. Hope you guys enjoyed it, uh, all the laughs, and hope you guys had a real good, fun kick out of it. Um, that being said, though, Chip, anything you want to say before we bounce out of here tonight? As always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. Roger? Um... So there's a fruit that tastes like chocolate pudding. Uh, it's called the black sapote. Um, it's also known as the black pudding fruit. And it's native to Central and South America and tastes like sweet custard with a hint of chocolate. When it's fully ripe, flavor and consistency has been described as a dead ringer for chocolate pudding. Interesting. And that has been your fact of the day with Roger Sierra. I mean, I could put more out there. <laughs> <laughs> you could. A couple of quick shout-outs. Shout-out Sean Thompson, Pomp Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, uh, Sean and Andrew over at the Warrior Workout Network, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon with Ivan Montanez. Should I watch that with uh, Sean Miller? A lot of cool things we got coming up uh, for Movement Radio um over twenty thousand uh downloads we can't thank you guys enough for that we love you guys we appreciate you guys and we'll see you guys back here on another edition of battle topics chip let's hit them with the outro please do not leave without leaving a like comment share and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform follow us on all of our social media facebook twitter instagram tiktok check out the youtube channel and subscribe click that bell to get notified of our latest videos and once again check out movementradio.us i am chip hazard i am talon williams I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.